Hello and welcome to another episode of Nolo Time. My name is Obed Velez and with me, he wrote down half of the internet, Mr. Joel Young. <laughs> I did it, guys. Yep. I successfully was able to uh, stop us from streaming now. We are having a lot of technical difficulties, not but this is end. one that is out of our control. Yeah, not on our end. This so, is not on our end. People so, would think this was us, but uh, no, it is not. Yeah, so thanks a lot uh solution uh, <laughs> <laughs> good choice good choice so our multi-streamer is down uh yeah. and uh we unfortunately are not able to stream this one on youtube and twitch uh however this one will be uploaded to youtube and we are live on facebook so yeah we are here hey facebook Joel. ain't down so this is good yep good job meta yeah there you go joe what's on how are you I'm doing really good, man. Uh, I can't can't complain too much. Um, you know, nothing too crazy to update on my end here. To, on, I know it's coming out tomorrow technically, but I'll be seeing it on Sunday. The uh, Rogue One re-release in theaters. Uh, that's just really a, a nice opportunity to see a really good movie, first of all, on IMAX. Yeah. And then secondly, you get the nice little Andor special sneak peek coming. So by next episode, I'll be able to to go more in depth and talk about that a little bit more. I look forward to it for sure. Um, and then I know that also the Spider-Man No Way Home more fun edition tickets went on sale. I have not locked that in yet, um, but I will be going out. It's like 11 minutes of extra footage. You know what? With the type of um, subscription plan that I have, I'll definitely be utilizing that to watch that movie again. But open, I mean, just on this is separate from our topics in general. I don't know if you saw a bit, but Movie Pass is making a comeback uh, right now. Um, yeah, because we talked about it a couple of months ago, right? I think it was, yeah. Oh, well, I want to say like three or four months ago that uh, I right. I texted you. I think the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so now yeah. it's official for sure. So so now it's a. Official, official-ish. They uh, they right now are, are rolling out a beta first. Okay. Um, and because I was already, which anyone can do this, but because I was already a part of MoviePass before, obviously I had canceled before I canceled before the whole thing went under at the time. Um, but they they offering the opportunity for people to join a wait list to actually join the beta program okay. first. I think the beta program is going to be free to my understanding. So it's right. I, I mean, if people, I, I would recommend people sign up just to be safe, just, just in general, mm-hmm. but really they'll be using um, web three technology to basically kind of give you credits. And I think this like, sounds like star Wars, your credits, um, but you'll use your credits to be able to make your reservations for movies. And depending on how many credits depends on how, what kind of movie you can see and what format, et cetera. Um, it's not been fully given in detail yet what that's going to look like, but that's just the early information. They have it in price tiers of like 10, 20, 30, $40, something like that uh, monthly. So 10 bucks is what obviously was the most popular one. So I'm sure that's going to be the one a lot of people sign up for. Um, and, and, and really you could say, well, I got these credits, but I want to see more movies. The way that they're able to monetize it and actually make a profit and not lose money like they did before um, is they actually the way you can get crisis by watching ads. So you have to watch, you watch ads in the platform and then you're awarded with Christ. You can use to watch movies. Um, it's not free cause you're paying for a subscription, but yeah. you are, I can opportunity to have as much. So really you watch a whole bunch of ads. Hey, we're going to go watch a movie guys. Cause you got that on your, on your thing. 
Um, and, and people say, well, I could just have my ads running all day on my phone and walk away. No, 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 sir. They actually are using technology that has retinal detection on it. So you'll be able to, uh, they'll be able to detect if you're actually visually watching the, the ad or if you have just running and it won't work. Um, <laughs> sounds like an episode of black mirror people were saying, so it's a little, little wild, but still, uh, it's cool to see options. It's good to see it come back. I was a movie pass guys, you know, so, you know, I've switched over to AMC and, and I think what AMC has is a really great product, but yeah. I've heard good things about Regal and Cinemark as well. Though Cinemark, I think they've like filed for chapter 11 recently. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it. One of but, them. Yeah. Uh, there, there was yeah. one of them that was, uh, there was a rumor that they're going to, yeah. or, or that they went ahead and did. Yeah. Um, I think AMC got saved by those uh, Wall Street bets guys on Reddit. So good for them. But you know, I I I I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was a little fascinating. Uh, but I did sign up for the waitlist, so I'll tell you more information as as it comes through. I'm sure many of you all that are listening may be signing up right now or will be signing up. It closes on Monday, so yep. gotta get on it quick. It it was uh it was uh a Cena World who owns Regal. Okay. Yep. Regal. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's uh that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Um. Uh, Quick Elden Ring update, I guess. Uh, last last update for you guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I I tied up my loose ends, uh, meaning I I beat the last two major bosses that I had, and um, I'm gonna keep exploring a little bit, just for the uh, environmental storytelling. But uh, I'm pretty much done with the game, and I am ready to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready to. Uh, just take a break from it but uh yeah i'll probably play for a, a few more hours here and there um explore a few places that i went to briefly and either ran away because i didn't want to you know have to deal with enemies or uh or, or places that was that i was under leveled at the time that i that i went to so i want to do that but yeah um Man, watch that first episode for season three of The Boys, and they keep pushing it. They keep pushing the envelope, man. It's uh, it's pretty freaking intense. So, um, yeah. So I started that. Um, I'm gonna go back and then you know, uh, start watching the rest of it. But very, uh, crazy, crazy start yeah. to the season. Yeah, this is, it's, it's it's bonkers. It's like, Amazon, bro. How can they get away with this? <laughs> it's Amazon, bro. It's, it's nuts, dude. It's, they got uh, the money. They can do whatever they want. Good. Yeah, it's again. The, the voice is one of those things that, I mean, if you can get over, of course, all of the, I guess, adult content and you know graphic violence in the show. It, I mean, the, the, the story is just phenomenal. So very good, very good. Uh, Joe, uh, something that's out of our, I watch something that's, that's usually out, out of our scope, but I wanted to watch it because <laughs> it, I, it's something that I remember. And then going back and watching this documentary, it, oh. it was nuts. And you probably heard about it. Is the train wreck Wustak ninety nine? Yeah, documentary that's on Netflix. I did hear about this. Yep, it was bananas. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, okay. So I I, I remember I remember Wustak ninety nine. Right, it was a big deal. Right back yep. then, when it happened, I was nineteen uh, at the time, and and I remember you know uh, 
hearing about it from NTV and it, guys in college were talking about it, right? It was a, it was a big freaking deal. Um, and, and I remember watching it and like watching day one on NTV and it, it's funny. And I thought about it. It's like, this looks like it's going to be like insane. <laughs> and it's like, they wouldn't even pay me money to be there because it just looks absolutely <laughs> crazy. Right. I mean, first of all, you know, I was it's like still living with my parents. I can't do whatever I want. Right. And it's one of those things, but it's like, you know, it was so crazy that it was so it was unattractive to me. And it's like, yeah, I, it was I'm too like, much. I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not, not that I hate people. I mean, probably, but sure. You know, it, it was. Just, I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it it's one of the nicest yeah. people of you meet, guys. <laughs> but it, it was it, it looked bonkers right on TV. And it's like, yeah. oh, man, this like this looks crazy. I bet yeah. that there's some there's a bunch of crazy stuff going on that we're never going to see. And this documentary is that crazy stuff that we never got to see. <laughs> Incredible, Joe. Incre I mean, it's it's intense. It's in it is crazy, man. Um, yeah, I, I I remember it, and I remember I remember a couple of guys in college when uh, we came back from summer break. It's like, hey guys, it's like, what's up? How was your summer? It's like, well, we survived Busta. <laughs> Wow. And it's they like, went. Yeah. yeah. And, and I heard from him and it's like, it was crazy. And we didn't take a shower for three days and it was hot. I'm done. And, and, <laughs> and, and like the, the porta parties overflowed and it was, it was crazy. And that's all, all I heard. Right. Right. But then watch the documentary. Dude. No, no, bro. I'm done. Dude. That. I hear you when you wow. say unappealing. That's the nice way of saying no. Wow, dude. It's like they were like endangering people like willingly. Like, there was like no security. Um, I think that it was also a culmination of what, what started with Nirvana and ended with Britney Spears, right? Mm -hmm. it, that all the angst and anger and and all this stuff that that we youth of the 90s went through right it was a it was the implosion of all of that. <laughs> it was like all of that came in that moment and and imploded and that was the end of the you know 90s thing like that that was the end of it and that's when we had to embrace, you know, the death of music, which like I, I, I call it like the uh, a lot of people say like when when, uh, you know, the plane went down and Buddy Holly, yeah. you know, these guys died. Um, they, they a lot of people say the, that that was the day music died to me. The day music died when was when uh, Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. The video <laughs> came out, the music video. <laughs> That was the day music died. It was, it was going down. Because that was the, uh, you know, the 90s was absolutely awesome. And then you have this trash music and then it starts like selling millions of albums and stuff. So um, to me, that was that was it. And and that was the culmination of all the, the uh, you know, angst that, that went through the 90s. And then, you know, we ended up with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and, and, and Britney and all this stuff. Um, 
it, it, I'm watching it, right? And it's like, yeah, this is like, you know, all of that anger that we held through the 90s. And, you know, this is when, like, we were almost ready to go into the workforce. And, you know, it, it, all of this going on at the same time. And, you know, the economy was good. But at the same time, there was like, like, like boomers were still trying to like pummel down the new gen uh you know it's not even like 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 you guys have to like deal with the okay boomer now right that's like we had to deal with the boomers back then and 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 all of that like culminated at woodstock 99 and that was the and that was the, the day that all of that imploded and ended and what well, that's that's the way i saw this documentary it was like yeah all of that and that's you know ah it was nuts dude like uh, you watch it that's like this is exactly how i you know pictured it in my in my head it was exactly what i thought it was and it was an absolute disaster and it's worth the watch for the historical value but but be warned, right? Be war <laughs> like there's some yeah. there's some stuff. There's some stuff. So yeah. yeah. It's nuts, man. Really good. Highly recommend it. So um yeah, I heard a lot of people talking about it during the week, right? I knew it came out, but you know, I heard two or three people talking, I was like, I'll go check it out. So, you know, I, I split it up and watched it during the week. So it was excellent. Wow. Very, wow. very I like a good I like a good documentary. I'm a, I'm a documentary guy. So yeah, that, that's a yeah. good thing. Especially things that like um things that like you you know happened. Yeah. But you don't remember like all the details. And like this kind of takes all the stuff and throws it together, like you know, from a video standpoint. And it's a time where at least like media was starting to like yeah. emerge to a place that things were recorded and documented so you can see yep. some of it mixed with the stories i'm sure that's a, a fascinating tale but yeah yeah so interesting man it was one, one uh, like a great point right that uh there's a lady in the documentary that she was 14 and she yeah. went to to woodstock 99 at the time and she was on the documentary and she was saying that um like if it would have happened today all you would have gotten was angry people on TikTok and instagram and that would have been the end of it but back then the only way that we could yeah. express our, you know, distaste with something was by destroying it. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and, and dangerous. Uh, it dangerous. was brutal, dude. Yeah. Brutal. If dangerous. Yeah. I mean, you go watch it. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, yeah. it dangerous bonkers. for the, the physical person themselves and for everyone around. No, wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I got some precursor to think to what was going on, goes on in society as time goes on. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, very very interesting. So, uh, yeah. Um, so episode two, She Hulk came out. And yeah, yeah. I think it was pretty good. Again, yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, I think I think it was better than the first. And the first one, I did, I thought was good. Um, it was like eight minutes shorter, I think, because the first one was like thirty. This one was like exactly thirty. Yeah. Felt felt short, but not in a bad way. Um, I think it was 
it had a, again like that humor that I like. It had some the certain some of the things that they did in here, like the family thing specifically when yeah. she's going. By the way, guys, we're getting into spoilers. Uh, if you're if you're mm-hmm. listening or watching uh, about She Hulk episode two, but um, you know, like like the whole situation where she lost her job, so then she goes back to be you know at the family dinner that they invited her to, and like Chad, like what a great portrayal, bro. He tells the opposite yeah. of what they tell him to do. Got his job promotion at Best Buy as a manager that he's bragging about, which no shame on people who work as Best Buy managers. In fact, if you want to hook me up, uh, but but, <laughs> but but it was just one of those like the, the personality was absolutely um, was absolutely hilarious. And, uh, you know, and I think I think I love the dynamic still between her and Bruce, like you get to the Blonsky stuff, which clearly is, is a, is a sham. Like she, she saw right through him that, you know, something, something bigger is going on is namaste and whatever mm-hmm. things going on. Like, but I, I, you know, the, the small detail Obed of like the fact that she's like, I have a conflict of interest here with Bruce, which is making canon what happened in the other movie, even though they make the joke, that's not the same Hulk, but it is. Um, it, but, yeah. So that was, that's the thing, right? Because yeah. they did, they did the joke and it was, it was freaking hilarious. Cause I it's actually hilarious. laughed. Like Same out loud. I was like, "Oh yeah, it was so long ago, you know, I'm I was I'm I'm a to- I'm a different person person literally." literally. And it's like, "Nah." But yeah. they they actually like like the events of the movie are canon. Are real. You know, yeah. Like are cuz that was almost like up for debate that it was, yeah, like, it was like an unspoken thing. It was an unspoken yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, is so that's so, like it was assumed, right? But but it wasn't like specifically referred to as uh, Iron Man would refer to his previous movies or Cap would, right? Um, but then this the the chain of events are canon, but uh, the the but Bruce is like not. But it's yeah. it's yeah. it's it's really good. Yeah, it's uh, the way they did it was excellent. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that was that was one of those things that stood out to me. I love that fourth wall break. But like, I, I'm just saying the small detail of having the fact that she's like, before I take up this case, I need to talk to Bruce and tell him to guess blessing before. Like, you know how many shows would have not done that? Like, they would have just been like, oh, whatever. And then fans would have said like, okay, this is like, how would she, how could she just take up this case knowing, you know, how personal that this man literally tried to murder? I mean, you watch that movie, it's way more violent than the Disney, uh, uh, you know, portrayal of Hulk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Disney Hulk is, you know, oh, I smash things and whatever. You know, that Hulk in that movie was, was hardcore. He was busting spines on the backs and whatever. Oh, but, yeah. um, but when you think about it, like, you know, just having that one brief moment, it, it did two things. One, it, 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 it it made more sense to the general overall story of, of why she's able to do what she does. Like she's in a situation where she kind of has to, cause she doesn't have any job. She can't get a job. So it's like, she's forced to do this thing. And then two, she has this guy's blessing so to do it. And then in that same sequence, you get the reveal of, he's like, well, I ain't going to be in LA anytime soon. Cause I'm on this ship blasting off. You took so much in just one moment answered tons of questions i'm like i wish shows would have like the, the the story behind this is was so strong um and so straight to the point and i feel like sometimes i was telling someone else this i feel like like a show like this if it would have been done by another place maybe like like cw or netflix or something else like that 
they would have packed it into make it intentionally an hour. And when you have more time, they fill it with more dumb stuff. That's like, we don't need this. Like what it doesn't further the story. It doesn't, they have to give side characters and an adventure or something, but just mm-hmm. sticking it to a She-Hulk story, but taking, uh, taking it, its foundation, another step, another pillar uh, was really good. So I, I mean, Obed, I think you've probably seen it too. Some of the, uh, very strange criticism. Some criticism, I think, is fair um, by certain certain things. I saw, right, the whole. So, so the 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 one that I that I watched, and yeah, it, it was the Angry Joe one. Yeah, right? yeah, which, which, which pretty I, good. Which I totally agree with him. Right, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was the perfect response. Yeah, that was a good right? one. I was like, if you if you want to come here and and take a dump of my content, don't watch it. Just watch yeah. something. Go watch one of these until you know sure. uh you know anti-woke dudes out there that are there there's plenty and they're making money off of it like he's specified in his video so sure yeah so but, i i think like like there's some criticism to be made right absolutely um, and i not i don't think that she hulk necessarily is a problem i think that the way that the the way that Marvel's the Marvel's been going for the last I want to say two years is very comparable to what Star Wars was doing. I agree uh, right. with Ray, right? And and that's a problem. It's a problem. And I'm not saying you know what I'm trying to say is that there should be a balance, right? Um. Ultimately, right? I know that. You know, they, they want to branch out and do more mature stuff with their shows and whatnot. Ultimately, kids are going to be watching these shows. And the way I see it, it's like the, the whole George Lucas thing again, right? And it's like, kids are going to watch this. Both, you know, boys and girls would need to have the role, the role models. But what you've been doing for the last couple of years is like, pushing us yeah okay you gave you gave the boys like 10 years now you're gonna give the girls the girls 10 years it's like why not balance it right and i think that some things are are off balance there's a disturb there's a there the 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 force needs to be rebalanced and i don't like they they couldn't do it in star wars they're, 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 they try to do it again with like Obi-Wan and, and, uh, some, you know, Jedi Fallen Order and all, you know, all, all other, other content. Right. Um, but Marvel, it feels like they're just pushing in that other direction. Like, like now there, there's like, I've talked to people that don't want Shuri to be the next Black Panther. Like, like straight up. It's like, I'm all about, you know, empowerment and equality and all this stuff. But like boys need their heroes too, right? You, and you're taking the boys superheroes and, and you know uh, this like role model figures and taking them away and giving them to girls, but then the boys end up with like a bumbling moron, right? And it's a problem. So you gotta be able to balance it out. Um, I yeah, there's criticism to be made, but at the same time it's well written and it's pretty good it's like yeah yeah i don't know what your take is on it but yeah 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 i mean i i I remember 
I remember kind of realizing with phase four that there, there was going to definitely be a different, a difference, you know, compared to what we had seen before. Um, and I, and, and I remember being at that 2019 comic-con and like right afterwards, uh, I want to say it was the rap, I think that put out an article and their headline was, uh, Marvel's next phase superpowers is to, is diversity. Their next superpower is diversity because that really is how they, 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 preached it at during that 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 panel and you can kind of see that was how they were laying it out there was a lot to push of eternals right and and then well, that was there was eternals joke. there was some stuff said about thor love and thunder there was a couple you know you have, you have obviously you know the black widow solo film and 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 there was i mean it's a very generic i'm saying in a very generic way but um you know, and I think you, you, to your point, like it's the last two years, that was, you know, phase four, right. was, was the last two years. So, um, you know, you kind of, kind of saw some of that coming. Um, and I think there's more stuff that could be on the horizon as well. Um, and I am curious, I feel like the only reason they can do this stuff now, and I don't mean this in a necessarily a bad way, it's just more of an observation. It's like they can do this now because just like how Star Wars, they kind of expect people to watch it because they already have an existing fan base. Yeah. So it's like just because you put plaster Star Wars on something, it could be whatever. It could be about, you know, you know, Jar Jar's, uh, you know, Second daughter concept. or something, you know, <laughs> and like <laughs> we're going to still watch it because it says Star Wars. We can make fun of it, whatever, but because you plaster that name on it. And Marvel Studios has become something like that, too, where, you know, whether people are excited or not, just because it says that people are going to watch it because they have now built an existing um, foundation. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that when you watch a show like She-Hulk, so far, we're only two episodes in, so I'm not gonna, you know, say much. Sure, but, we can't judge you know, the entire product. Can't exactly, judge the yeah. whole product, but yeah. what we're seeing so far, totally, is like something that's definitely not perfect. But some of the outrage that I'm seeing on this reminds me of some some of the stuff we saw with some other shows, where it's like people have good points. I think like it's not that their points are oh, invalid, yeah. but people act like the the balance of the universe like is that is at stake. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like, it's a TV show. Get over like, it. Like, listen, it's, listen. Yeah, that's the Be- thing, right? Because 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 you have a, the She-Hulk, which, by the way, is not a new character. It's been an existing character for many years. So they didn't just all of a sudden, you know, MCU it, as some people had to say. Like, this literally is a character that is, they didn't just, you know, throw this down your throat. In fact, they've been holding back yeah. having a character. like. So I think some of the, the arguments from that standpoint is a little weird. But when you start I think saying the, I think things the problem about is what that- you do in the message of the content, I think that's where sometimes where I get a little bit um, weary, where I'm saying like you, it's good to have the, the, the point of what these characters stand for, but sometimes it overtakes the value of what the actual movie is. Yeah. And that that's where I, you know, you still want to keep quality. Like you don't want it to become, as I've said before to you, like something that, that's super preachy. I, I, I go to Marvel to escape the real world, not to go to it to, to use oh, it absolutely. as almost a, a reflection of me. Absolutely. You know? I think, I think I, and you know, I don't have a problem. Like there's, there's more important things to worry about, right? This is yeah. completely trivial. Um, I think the, the, the and it's I don't want to say that the problem that I have right because it's not it's not a problem, um, but the criticism that I have is that um, these new characters are being introduced 
while legacy characters are being phased out, right? And and that's where like I feel like there's a little bit of a um unbalance in the in the entirety of it. So um yeah. It's, yeah. you know, it's not a problem. Like I'm why would someone be actually angry about this stuff? It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think you have a point there. Like you don't wanna like do it at the expense of the legacy characters. I think that's like the same thing we said with Star Wars too. So yeah. I, I think you've got a very good a very good point there as well. And and I and I would say that with um like for me, this is Joel Young speaking here. I don't care if the next phase five, I really like, I can honestly, God says, I don't care if the next phase five, all the lead characters are females. I know that's not going to be the case, but I, I, I really don't care. What I care about is, is it, you know, what, what is it about? What is it doing? If it's really good, then it's really good. If it's all males, like, and they had literally no females leads, I don't care either if it's good. If it's bad, I don't care. Like the one recent male-led thing that they put out, I didn't like was Thor. <laughs> like they gave us Thor and it's like, he's such a bro and they overdo the joke so much. It became, it became a joke. And that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to be careful. That's like, oh, the one time you have a male lead, like recent recent thing, it's like he's a he's the the, the butt of, of of everything. Like that's probably not the representation we want either, right? So I think there's a point of of making sure you don't have to do it at the expense of somebody else. Like we can all succeed and do well together. We can have all these characters represented and just make them good. That's that least my stance on it. Not you know yeah. you, you you like if something is is um like you watch Miss Marvel for an example. Like that's not an audience that's not made for someone like me. We've said that, right? Yeah, but. Yeah. If it's good, I'm gonna watch it, and I did. Totally, yeah. And I think that's the thing. Some people are like they're getting mad because it, they think it's oh, the moment that someone has a different physical biology, suddenly it's not for them. And I'm like, you understand what I'm saying? Like because yeah. of because now you know the Black Panther has a different genitalia. Like we're gonna not want care. You know what I'm saying? Like I think there's a little bit too 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 weird. Like if it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, yeah. it's good. For me at least, I don't care. I think some of the arguments for me is more so the messaging in it. When you have these characters, if you're pushing something that's, that's um, like, you know, for example, like if you did that with the male characters, I wouldn't like that either. Like if the male characters had to push some kind of message on, I wouldn't, I don't wouldn't, I just want it to be something that I can enjoy and escape to and just have a really good entertainment. And uh, so far, um, yeah, She-Hulk, not perfect. Uh, definitely has some stuff that I've scratched my head. But uh, I've been able to at least be entertained. It's and enjoyable. That's why I hope it continues on. People say by episode four, it's, it, it gets even better according to the critics that saw the first four. I'm like, the first two is pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's been it's been solid. Yeah. Like no, no issues. Like I I find no problems with the show whatsoever. It's funny, well written, um, consistent. So far, it's been good. Yeah. Like I, I'm. Like a lot of the, you know, drama and, and all this stuff out there is completely overblown. It's like, it's a zero out of 10. Really? It's a zero out of 10? We, we've just, seen bad. We've talked about it before. Yeah. We've yeah. seen the bad movies. Like, really? Honestly? The bad shows. Oh, like, is it, is it Catwoman bad? Uh, know, we've really? seen them. We've seen them. <laughs> is it Jonah Hex bad? You know, that, <laughs> right. On what go scale? Back, right? It's like, 
Honestly, Green Lantern, like, like <laughs> yeah, even Green Lantern's not a zero out of ten. No, it's not probably a like zero. a three, but you know. yeah, yeah, I agree, it's, I agree. But it's not even a zero, like no, a zero not. out of ten. That has to be like a like a real like trash movie. Dude. Yeah, like, even I mean, Catwoman, I can find some entertainment. I agree. Fat, <laughs> I can fat. find a couple things like Mortal Kombat, well, Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation, which is quite possibly the worst <laughs> pop culture big thing movie that has happened in the last. 30 years um it's you know i still find some entertaining aspects out of it It was like it's so bad it's good like it's funny to watch like you watch it not because the movie is good but because it's freaking hilarious and how bad it is it's you know the massive movies too it's probably it's down like scraping the bottom right but I, I mean, it, to our point, like we've the people are overreacting a, a bit. They have a point to some ridiculous. of it. Like it may not be as strong, but like you're saying, a zero, a one, like yeah, it's like these people that go to uh, Metacritic and give the game a zero. It's like my frame rate went down to forty in two sections. This is absolutely unplayable. A zero. How really? can the devs do this? Is to it us? is it bad that is it is it is it as bad as big rigs or right to hell retribution or, or all these things that are like you know like literally unplayable? Is it is it that bad or did, would, did your frame rate go down five? You know, oh no, my it went down from from sixty fps to like fifty eight point five gets a zero out of ten it's ridiculous these people couldn't stand the old days bro with that <laughs> frame rate ocarina time ocarina time was 20 <laughs> fps dude on the n64 doesn't make FPS. it a bad game and it's one of the best games of all time <laughs> exactly colin talks about this stuff all the time i've heard him mention yeah. him, where he's like yo like just because a game has the most best visual effects doesn't make it good or bad like yeah there's there's plenty of games that there's more I don't know. to it, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, and it, and it goes the same when it go when it comes to, um, you know, Marvel and DC. All right, Joe, we'll be back to our uh, what is now tradition. DC, what are you doing? So, hang tight. Be right nobody back. go nowhere. And we're back, Joe. It's now time for DC. What are you doing? oh man so tell us what's up in the world of uh, the wbs this week let's talk about batgirl where where the the mess started um so it's it's where that's where we we saw the the unraveling start there but yeah with, with batgirl um interesting reports coming out from the actual filmmakers saying about when they found out about it you know one of the filmmakers was indeed uh at a wedding, uh, their personal wedding, and they found out about this movie being uh, canceled um, and not not being released, period, at all. Uh, and then when they came back to the Warner Brothers studios, they tried to pull their footage off the servers to only to find out that that footage was nowhere to be found. Um, now, you know, clearly people would assume, oh, that means it's just deleted, it's gone. No, it's locked up in the vault. Um and reports have come out since then saying that they are playing to have a, a, a filmmaking, the filmmakers and, and the crew invite them uh, to a special Batgirl funeral uh, filming Post-mortem. where they will watch it one last time together 
and then uh, it will be locked away forever so and ever until one day some person decides out of the chair. Oh, you know, you know someone's gonna, you know someone's gonna plug in like a, a Blu-ray recorder to that thing. You know, <laughs> you know that's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that one or security. I don't know, bro. But uh, I know, I know. I mean, do I, mean, you I, expect I don't... any security at this point? I know, right? I know. I know it's bad. They they cut them too. Um, <laughs> but I feel like so that's the other half of it, then Obed. So then, so then we get reports that both um, Shazam and and uh, Shazam Two has been moved from Christmas to now March of 2023, and then you have Aquaman moving from its March of 2023 to Christmas of 2023. That is a long time. Now, what's even more interesting is allegedly, we don't know this for sure, but allegedly, um, the reason being, and Black Adam's the only one coming out, Warner only has enough money uh, set aside for two more films to be released, and they're only letting that be the um, the the the, uh, the Harry Styles movie, um, and, and uh, that's that's coming out that. Uh, I think it's like don't, don't worry, darling, or something like that. Forgive me, I'm, I'm I can't remember the name. But then there's also the the Black Adam uh, movie. Those are the two Warner Brother movies that they are saying they can put out this year. That they have budget for for I guess a marketing, and then the rest of it is capiche. No more movies for them for the are rest you of the serious, year. Dude? This is a, this is allegations again. I don't know this to be factual, but right. this is what we're seeing is just two movies. Now, this lines up to me with what Zaslav has been accused of from, from what we heard from Comic-Con, where they literally, a comic book convention didn't have a DC Comics booth at all. Um, like, it lines up with the whole point of them really cutting back and cutting costs where he wants to have a billion dollars in liquid cash. Um, it's like... It's like the guy's trying to protect for a recession, but he's causing one as he's doing it so, because people are losing their jobs, you know, layoffs that we heard at HBO we talked about last week. Um, so I'm gonna, it's kind of wild there. I'm going to make a, a controversial, uh, I guess, Brace po- yourselves, guys. point here. What if Bob Paycheck comes in and just... <laughs> bro... It's a disaster. Yeah, like it wouldn't yeah. surprise me that the the Bob cuts a check and <laughs> and it's like you know Cut what <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, merge all this together. Now Disney owns everything. <laughs> Infinity now, Gauntlet. Now Disney owns DC, <laughs> and we're gonna have DC versus Marvel. You have to do that right away. <laughs> that crossover. Like honestly, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the the you know, it's yeah. It sounds like I don't know, like sounds, was Warner in such a bad shape? Like I don't think AT and T's wasn't bad. Like when the acquisition happened, they were they were in such a bad shape, right? They probably they probably weren't in terrible shape. I agree. They probably weren't like falling apart, but they definitely weren't succeeding. And I think that's that's been like their main preaching point is that they're like we want to take Warner back to what it was in the past. And their specific statements is like, we want event films. Like, we don't want to just make, put a movie up. We want movies that are literally events. And and you think about it, these superhero movies that they've been putting out, they should be events. And, and really, most of them haven't. They've no, been no. names. We know about them when they come out. Yep. But they, like, Shazam 2, I don't expect that to be an event film. Oh, no, like, no, I'm no, sorry. not at all. Not at all. But it should, it really should be in theory. Like, in theory, they should have 
taken that thing and said, look, the, the first one was really good. Let's blow this thing out of the water and make people absolutely psyched for this. But it feels like it's another movie. It's probably going to be good. That's what it looks like, at least. But it doesn't look like something that I'm going to go run out the way I would for, say, um, you know, like Shang-Chi 2 is probably going to oh, get yeah, me more excited yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. than Shazam 2 like, uh, the, because I have C-tier high expectations. Character. The way that the end credits goes out yeah. and like, hey, we're going to go into the, the you know, the the wristband. I was like, okay, there's stuff there that gets me and, and, and Marvel's he's raising their bars. But like, I think that there's a point to that. But but yeah, only Black Adam and, um, and by the way, I, I actually pulled this here. I have it still in plastic here, but this is straight from, from Comic-Con, the Black Adam uh, Den of Geek cover. But um, yeah, man, I, I definitely think they, they're going to they're gonna have some tough times ahead. Hopefully Black Adam's really good because allegedly it, it screened just as good as Batgirl, which ended up getting cut. Um, and supposedly Batgirl screened as good as the movie It, the first one. So that, that came out recently. So we will see. Um, so that's strange. an interesting update there. I think was there one? Oh yes, the other big, big Matt Reeves Warner, got, Warner got update. A that's the good news. Yeah, yeah that's the good news. news. Yeah. Then Matt Reeves is back for Batman Two. He's got a, a contract to make uh, several years worth of content exclusively yeah. with Warner. Um, there's some some light in the darkness. Yeah. Well, that's uh, it's it's weird. Like I, I, I do. Don't, yeah, it's. I think what's been going on at Warner, right? And this is, you know, oh, what happened when Harry Potter as a series ended is that Warner has not been able to have a series after that. And, you know, that could only get you so far, right? And I think the, the last big hit they had was probably Dark Knight, right? So, well, Joker, right? Yeah, I agree. Well, I agree. Joker's probably the biggest. Yeah, like but before Joker was what Dark Knight Rises probably. Yeah, Um, because Batman v Superman didn't do as well. Man, Uh, still didn't do as as well. Wonder Woman did good. Yeah, Wonder Woman did good. Did good. Yeah. So, but they don't. uh, They need to get back to that peak. Yeah. Um, And I understand that they they have to rework their quality. Totally right. They messed it up big time. So, but supposedly Henry Cavill Obit is in Black Adam. Supposedly okay. he's in this. He's filmed something. So I do expect that. And then we have the news, obviously, of, of Ben Affleck's Batman being back. So we're not seeing the end of these guys around. Yeah, I feel like something could be cooking. I'm sure there are the creative teams are talking, but they may. It may not be as much of a hard uh, reset that we might be thinking. Yeah, they may. It, it, I think Batgirl was just one of those things that just didn't fit the the puzzle of what, where they were fit. going. Yeah, uh, understandably, and and maybe now this is an opportunity for them before they start putting out those other DC and start make filming those. They can get their time together, open. They can still bring back all those characters and do well. Probably recasting Flash. I think that's a given. I think we all know that that's 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 pretty much. Um, you know, a done deal at this point. I don't think that the individual will ever work for Warner again. I mean, literally costing the money uh, and people, people, you know, a lot of situations. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, maybe Obed July next year, Comic Con, they decide to say, here's 
uh, a DC films uh, phase one. Like <laughs> seriously, like like phase just setting zero. out a board. It's like here we are. Don't be surprised. Yeah, and that's what they need to do, bro. right? They need a they need a roadmap, and that's announce that's a what new they president, yeah. a new you know DC films head, and all this. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean that, now that now you bring it up, right? The the Aquaman delay could be due to reshoots because yeah. they gotta insert Batman in there and they gotta work it out. So and taking out uh, maybe Mira, maybe they're taking that out. And yeah, because that's that rumors that they she's have, gonna get cut out. Too. I mean, yeah. a whole more than a year moved away. Yeah. That that to me sounds like something that you you could re- refactor in. Like, but yeah, man. You, well, that was uh, spring twenty twenty three. Got moved to. Yeah, end of year, was, right? Right, end of the year. Okay. Um, which, but I mean, that's still, it was supposed to be coming out this year, technically, as well. And it, it got moved to, to spring. So it's moved a lot of time, just maybe the third or fourth move of that movie. But I mean, like, when you think about Obed, like, Walter Hamada should be out there the way Kevin Feige is. Like, if he's the head, the president of DC Films, like, where is he? Like, he's hiding. Like, where, why is he not out there doing press the way Kevin Feige does? Why isn't he out there at Comic-Con, like, literally straight up talking to the fans and doing stuff? Where is Walter Hamada? I think he's hiding. And, um, I mean, Ray Fisher caused, <clears throat> called him out on on, on his, his stuff, and, and it's not a good look. So, hopefully, whatever future they have, whoever's really in that captain's seat can really take in that commanding response and interact with the community. So, there's an article on Deadline that was posted earlier today. Uh, about Dan Lin, who's a producer for the Lego movies nice. and the Sherlock Holmes movies, taking over DC. Hopefully, that's true. So because they need they need leadership. Yeah, that that'd be cool. Yeah, because if if he can take and you know Hamada can go and then yeah and then he can just take over. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. All right, Joel. Uh, stuck PlayStation. Do you want to do the good, the bad, and the ugly? Let's do it. Okay. The good. We have a new DualSense Pro. No, not really. DualSense Edge. And uh, Joel's going old school over there. Is that a DualShock 3? Yep. Oh, man. There it is. Plugged Dual- in, my friend. He's got, he, he's got the, the PS5 Pro controller. Look at that. DualShock 3. Wow. OG. Still got it. <laughs> um, so the the DualSense Edge, no price announced yet, um, but they did show that it has uh, adjustable triggers, uh, swappable thumbsticks, uh, and you know a more sturdy construction, kind of like what the Xbox Elite controller is. Um, looks very nice. Looks very nice, Joel. Not gonna lie, uh, this is uh, something that I may be interested in for sure. And yeah, looks looks cool. Uh, you know, something heftier. Of course, it has the um, the programmable triggers in the back as well. So yeah, not much to say. We're just waiting for pricing. And yeah, the the controller itself looks very nice. This thing's gonna be a hundred bucks, bro. Um, this is probably more. I'd say one, um, I'd say one twenty. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but it, it's this is not just another controller, guys. Like this is 
this is the one to rule them all. <laughs> this is the one that, that you buy for those, um, those, the Elden rings that you're playing and the <laughs> ones that you're playing that it's like, you're spending hours trying over and over and just having the grips just a little mm-hmm. bit adjusted and, you know, having Apex these legends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you, this is the ones where you're getting in the trenches with it. And, and, um, so, you know, we, we were glad to see them enter this market. Yeah. Uh, it's been a couple years now of PS five. So it's time for sure. Um, I hope that they, when they do put this out, um, that they're able to put it out in more than just the one color that they have it in. Um, oh, yeah, that would be, that would be a really cool, like, twist that there was say hey get it just like in these other ones too um because then it kind of encourages people don't just buy another dual sense go buy like the next you know cool cool one but i also can see them bundling this obit probably on the holidays too would you think maybe there'll be some kind of deal like hey you know you you buy a, a console and you buy this with a headset or something like or whatever um like best buy or I something doing that I don't- I don't think so. I'm not um, saying it's really as a, as a reduced price. I'm just saying no, no, like I, moving them like a bundle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think well, and uh, we'll <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah. We'll talk about price in a second. We'll, yeah. talk, we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. Um, I I think it's um, it's probably going to be sold as like a separate premium option. You know, completely like like what the Xbox is the. Uh, the elite you know they they don't really bundle it they you have to like buy it as a as a as a premium device so um i'm looking at the scuff right now uh the scuff reflex pro for ps5 starts at 219.99 so i can see i can i can see this i can see that controller going up to like 140 how much is the uh elite right now I don't know, but this this that's the comparable one, so the price could be yeah. nearly the same. Let's see. The Elite right now. Uh at GameStop is one eighty. Wow. Yep. So I can I can see it go up into one fifty. Now that's, thinking, yep. that said, you know, the the um Elite includes the thumbsticks that you can you know, replace for the ones that that it, you know, you can. It, it already comes with the accessories right. with the thumbsticks. Um, the 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 uh, Dual Sense Edge does not. You have to buy the thumbsticks separate. It does come with a case and a braided cable, but not not the thumbsticks. So that's something that you'd have to purchase separate. Maybe they're doing that to keep price down. Um. You know, and then giving you the option. Maybe they they it's possible that they did a study. A, a study is like, oh yeah, I bought up an Xbox Elite, and I never changed my thumbsticks. I just kept the same ones. And maybe they did a study. It's like, oh well, we'll give them the option to change them, right? But let's not include it to keep costs down. That could be it. But I could I could see it. I you know based on on the Xbox price, I can see it go up to a, go up to one fifty. Um, very nice device. Very, very, you know, very nice controller. It looks very cool. So it, it, I guess we'll wait and see on on that. You know, depending on the pricing, if it's not too outrageous, I may just fork in for one because it, it looks nice. It looks really it looks really cool. I always wanted like a PS4 Pro 
thing and it never like a you know controller and i I didn't like the scuff ones so um this may be something that i that i want to look into so yeah good stuff there that's good it's good um let's do the bad (laughs) probably not bad right uh there is a bad for some people (laughs) uh well yeah because you know that the same people that are after she hulk are gonna be after this right um there is a horizon zero dawn show in the works uh over at netflix we talked about it briefly before when this was uh first announced but now steve blackman who is behind uh umbrella academy is uh gonna be running the show and then today we get the announcement that umbrella academy is ending they're having a lot final season coming up um and then uh i guess he will be moving into uh this project so i'm i'm glad that it's a show because it's it's there's a lot of meat to cut here and i think the story again on the on horizon zero dawn was definitely better than um than in forbidden west forbidden west for some reason um i I think the story fell apart a little bit but zero dawn was excellent and i think that this is a really good story to tell with you know plenty of twists likable characters and um yeah just overall really a really good setting for it so yeah what do you think yeah i I, you know i think um from the first game alone like i i was kind of expecting it like i've said going to play it Uh, i'm clear about this right before i kept commenting on the actual content but you know i think it was very clear that this was going to be a very cinematic game and an adventure. And so hopefully just from that premise alone, they're able to make something that's super fun. Uh, sounds like they've got some good people involved from the creative for the adaptation side. So no concerns from me on that. Uh, I do start to get a little weary when, um, you know, you're not, you're not really sure. Like when it comes to Netflix, what you're going to get personally, um, I, you know, it is one of those things that I, I don't have the best. Um, <laughs> I don't have the best feelings about most of the stuff that comes out on Netflix. Let's just be real. Like the gray man is like one of their most like top one of their more recent ones. Like I watched it. I'm like, this is not like an amazing movie. Like it's watchable, but like, it's not. So I think expectations need to be tempered. Um, uh, you know, 50, 50 on, on, on that side of it. Right now, uh, I think you just telling me in general, live action adaptation, thumbs up. Um, but when you tell me where it is, that's where I do get like, unfortunately, like you were just talking about the boys, for an example, right? Like Amazon, dude, I'm not saying they can do no wrong, but I'm just saying like they're putting out stuff, bro, and they're going for it. Will it work? Well, not that all depends on, on the yeah. people, yeah. but they're going for it, bro. Like when you talk about was it like people were making fun of like the terminal list or whatever? I'm like, listen, that show may not be for me, but I've watched even like a, one episode or whatever of this. And I was like, I could see where this would appeal to a lot of people. And like critics gave it whatever responsible. A lot of people are loving it. You know, I think some people feel that way about, you know, like the boys and some of the other animated stuff that they've done, Invincible and all this stuff. But then, you know, like you see what they're going to do with Lord of the Rings, for example, coming out here. And the reviews that just came out was, the other day for people who watched that. 
are saying it's mind-blowing. Yeah. I didn't expect anything less than that. I'm not yeah. saying Amazon's perfect. I'm not saying anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But if you would have told me this show coming out on there, I would have instantly felt like even a higher level of credentials. But because it's Netflix, I'm like, uh, you know, maybe maybe Stranger Things is like the best you're going to get. I don't think Umbrella Academy, this last one, was really that good, um, to be honest with you. I, I heard a lot of people, uh, you know, really taking a dump on it at, at Comic-Con. Not, the word of mouth was not very good. People were saying like, it's it kind of, it's, it's gone so far away from the source material that it's like, it's just kind of like the name of the characters and then it's just a show. So you just watch okay. it as entertainment. I'm personally not a big Umbrella Cat comic book person, so I can't comment on that anyways. But, um, you know, like you, 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 my point being is like, I, I hope that they don't take something that a horizon that sounds really cool. And then they just go, Hey, throw it in the, the mixer and get something out. But yeah, but yeah, like Amazon doing like God of war, for an example, like you got me in because it's Amazon bro. And they have tons of money and they're, they ain't going to go cheap on it. And you see what they're doing with shows like the boys. And you're seeing what they're doing with these oh, other, yeah. other things. And you're saying, okay, they can do this. Yeah. But Netflix, man, I don't know. 50, 50 could be good. Could be not be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see when the time when the time comes. And the ugly. Um, PS Five prices are going up for the console. Uh, basically every region except the U.S. Um, going up around fifty dollars, and um, it's uh, very interesting. Um, I, we didn't talk about it, but I know that um, Oculus went up. I think a hundred dollars. Oh right? yeah, yeah, you're right. Oculus went up a hundred dollars, uh, and and everyone was saying it was like, oh, it's like this is like the first time that something like this has happened, and you know, basically a device that's you know already a couple years old, and it's going up in price instead of going down. Instead of getting a price cut, you're basically getting a price price increase. Um, and yeah, it looks like PlayStation's uh right. Right behind them, yeah. um, they are, you know, saying that, you know, although the, uh, the their supply parts are are getting better, the cost of those parts are are up, and you know, uh, inflation worldwide is a problem. We've talked about it that this is a, a global problem. It's just not the U.S. Like so, yeah, exactly. You know, the world is it's going like, through it's, it. It's great. You know, Americans think like they're they're very self centered. and They think that oh, this is only happening here because this dude's in, yes. You know, no, it's this is happening. Everywhere. Gas prices are rising because American companies are greedy. It's the yeah, world, it's guys. The world. There's yeah, a lot. Of, there's a lot of factors involved here. Exactly. So <laughs> this is happening all kinds everywhere. Of yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's basically what they're saying. It's like current trends and all that, and uh, they are basically, yeah. Going up, and it's it's around fifty dollars. I don't think this is going to make a big dent. Xbox came out today and said that they had no plans. Uh, they can they can <laughs> good probably, timing, but they can probably they can probably eat the hit right because <laughs> they need that. One, they need it right, and yeah. um, there was I mean, there's always like we've all we've all known that they they lost money with the original Xbox like that. Like they they sold that thing out of loss, and, and it's well documented that that thing that yeah. they didn't make any money out of the first Xbox. So, um, you know, Microsoft can't take the hit. That's fine, whatever. Um, Sony, if you know they they deem the uh, prices they the, the the prices for the system need to go up, and then it'll go up. Um, Nintendo said that they they actually said it a couple of weeks ago that they had no plans 
to increase the price on the Switch. Um, but at the same time, you know, the Switch has been out since 2017. Um, the price actually got a price increase. You just didn't see it, right? Because you got a model that's $50 more, and it's essentially the same thing. It's just a better screen and, you know, more memory. But in essence, it's still the same device. Um, it, it's when you when when you paint it like that, right? It, you see that there was a fifty dollar price increase. It's just that they're they're keeping their old model at the at the <laughs> same price. So I don't know how this is going to play out. I don't know if there's you know how salty people are gonna get. Uh, I know that people are still like looking for playstations. Yeah. Um, they the. Uh, um, was it this morning or yesterday afternoon that uh, Sony opened up stock on their on their site and it was actually open for a while? Yes, like people were getting yes. in and grabbing stuff. So. I got a text the heads up about it, like, "Hey, they're on sale right now." Like, Thankfully, I have one, but yeah, yeah, and it, and it was up for a while. So um, I'm, I'm sure that later this year, you know, for Christmas, especially now that they um, the the parts. Problem like again and this pricing stuff they it doesn't affect us right, um, but but we'll see like again peripherals like that dual sense edge it's they're they're probably gonna add more money to that because of you know production costs so um, yeah we'll we'll see how this affects the rest of the world um, I did see a lot of people in Europe were salty about it so. It's, it's it's a wait and see on how it goes around the world, but you know, this does not affect the U.S. I think they were very cautious and wise in that decision because they know that the you know that how vocal the U.S. fan base is, and yeah, you know they could probably get away with it in Japan, and they probably won't care. But yeah, when they do it like in the U.S., it's like nonstop Twitter storm. You know, you know how it goes. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you think this is going to put a dent? They're going to still ball in or, you know, I mean, but that, that, that is a part of like a little bit of the theory to me is it's like, is the theory like, let's raise the prices so we can slow down how many people are buying this thing like crazy and give other people a chance. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds a little, a little far-fetched, but you know, something I could see being a possibility and the other you know, yes. Um, just in general, like you're saying the world economic status, like there, there's, there's an understanding of, of raising prices at the same extent, Obed, like they are doing really good. Like Sony's doing really good when it comes to their playstations, uh, the PlayStation sales, um, you know, they're not struggling at all. Um, so raising the price on it almost gives a look like, from a PR standpoint of like, Hey, we can raise these prices and people are still going to buy it anyways. So like we can do, we do it just cause we can it can come across that way. I'm not saying that is what it is, but you know, that, that, that is a little bit of a, of a PR sense I could see from some people. And like you said, them not doing it in the United States, people could be like, Oh, fine. We're good. Whatever. Don't, don't care. But like, you know, I think of like the little billies around the world, you know, that, that extra 50 bucks is a huge difference. Um, and that's a huge effect on, on people. And I'm not saying Americans can afford it by any means. I'm the whole world's going through stuff, 
but it is sad when you think about it. And that's what we talk about from that terrible standpoint. Um, I, I, I do, I do think like to your point, it was wise, like Microsoft's timing, like, yo, we're not raising ours. Right. Um, but at the same extent, oh, but if they raise their prices, do you think demand's going to go up? There, there still are, are plenty of Xboxes yeah. in stock, you know, like yeah, series. So, S, yeah, yeah, yeah. Series S, you can buy it. So I think for, for places, it doesn't matter if it's a digital or, or if it's the disc version, like the demand's so high that they do this and people are still going to keep buying it. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. I, I think that the days of uh, console price price cuts are are over. Um, we saw it last gen, where yeah. where the only the only time that there was a price cut was when the PS4 Pro came out, and the original the regular PS4 went down to two ninety nine, and then the Pro took over that spot. Uh, that could be. The scenario that could happen, right? That there's a, a mid-gen refresh, and there's a PS5 Pro in you know next year or 2024, um, and and then the price for this one goes down a hundred dollars, 150, right? And then and then the that new product will take the the flagship price point. So yeah, we'll wait and see, but. Pretty interesting stuff. What what's what's going on here? So, for sure, for sure. Yep. So what we got, sir? If you want to go ahead and plug us in, thanks again, or no thanks to our 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 stream distributor, but hopefully they'll be yeah. back up and working next week. Absolutely, but, I got faith we'll be back at it, guys. We we won't give up. But thank you all so much for sticking with us, everybody. Um, we want to encourage you to stay connected, stay subscribed. That's the way of supporting our show. You know, we we don't make money from this right now. We're doing this out of our own uh, heart and passion and, and, and sweat and, and tears and everything going into it. So the one way you can help us without even spending money is just clicking that subscribe button. So doing that on, on YouTube, doing that on Spotify, doing that on SoundCloud, Amazon Music, on podcast platforms of your choice and hitting that subscribe button that helps us without you even uh, having to do uh, anything too crazy. Also writing a review about no low time on any of those platforms really helps us out dropping us comments, sharing these episodes with your friends and family would be super awesome and appreciated. We also would welcome you to follow us on social media at no load time. That's at no load time Places like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So you can follow us at no low time there. We also would invite you to follow us on our Twitch account. We'll be back streaming live on there once we get all this figured out with, with our with our accounts here or uh, with our multi-stream. But um, on our Twitch account, we go live. So make sure that you are following us. Twitch, uh, no low time altogether on Twitch. So no low time altogether on Twitch. You can follow us there. And then last but not least, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Thank you all so much. And we look forward to being with you on our next episode. Thank you, guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.